Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Bennett is our producer today. As you listen to us, uh, either on radio or via however you do. And you can also watch us now locally on the Cox Cable System on Channel 6. Today, uh, Bennett's going to pick up the phone here and call Union County's football coach, Andrew Thomas. Uh, we're spotlighting some of the teams. By the way, uh, before I go further, uh, we are really trying to get as many of the coaches on as possible. Some do not respond. I won't, you know, say which ones. But so if you don't hear certain ones, it isn't because we're not trying, and just because for whatever the reason, we don't get a response from them. Uh, we hope to be talking to Buolts' Chuck Bell. They actually start the playoffs tomorrow night here at Citizens Field. Um, and then tomorrow, Dan Mullen will be here, talk a little college football. So that's coming up. And then Friday, we will have a show, even though it is Veterans Day. Uh, we will have that, and we'll have our prognostication Friday and do uh, all of that. So, okay. We're waiting on Andrew Thomas now. In the meantime... I'll throw out the numbers and all the stuff for you, 392-8255. You can email the program, uh, srussell at wruf.com, as uh, we will take your calls later on on the Clear Sound Audiology phone lines. Still no update. Uh, now, I did, I did not hear um, what uh, Coach Kelly had to say today. Um, about Jaden Daniels, the last thing I remembered was that he still uh, was in concussion protocol. Um, so it, it may be a while before we actually know uh, whether or not he's uh, going to be available. We will find out. Um, all right. Let me see if we can get no. Okay. Voicemail. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll... Try to get him on here. Meantime, Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus is also going to join us today to talk a little college football at 12-15. The new college football playoff poll is out. Uh, no surprises there. Uh, just about what I thought it would be. And uh, LSU is still ranked despite three losses. I think they were 19th in the poll, um, which says a lot about you know what people think of them in terms of uh, what they've done so far in the season. Uh, I'm going to read an email here while I wait for Coach. And uh, Mark is a, a a regular emailer and a guy that uh, I enjoy hearing from. Um, but he said a couple of things in the email that are interesting to me. He says, I know it's already Wednesday and the Gator loss was on Saturday, but he needed a few days to digest what happened and to reflect upon the Napier era past to present. I think most fans are confident in knowing there's a major problem for problems with the Gator football team. 
it's much more than ETN needing more touches or Trey should have been targeted more. Napier's another coach and a long line of coaches we've had seemingly that doesn't take this seriously 24-7 like a Spurrier, Saban, or Smart. Mark, I can tell you this. Steve Spurrier was the antithesis of that. He would say to his coaches, go off, go get, go get time away. He was not that at all. Saturday should have been an easy home one against a 2-16 and 16 to, to get bowl eligible. Instead, our whole operation, whole operation, looked like a charity scrimmage. Even, Na- even Napier's tone-deaf comments about how awesome the atmosphere was during a sideline reporter interview at the end of the quarter was odd to me. He can't think two steps ahead. Lagway wants to enroll in January. He'd probably get a chance to start practicing, but if not, if we finish 5-7 and seven and don't have bowl practices. Here's the line that I find interesting. Strickland and Napier are not in sync with us real Gators. Exactly what does that mean, Mark? What is a real Gator as opposed to an unreal Gator or a fake Gator? Not in sync with us real Gators. I'm not saying you should be fired at the end of the season, but something has to change. Maybe that email, maybe that email right there encapsulates where things are when it comes to this whole operation. Do we forget, Mark, maybe you didn't do this, but do we forget what was said when he first got hired here? He needs time. Isn't that what the consensus was? Now, has it been a perfect ride? Heck no. Let's go back in time to the summertime. Let's go by what Vegas thought the Gators would do. How many of you called in here, emailed here, and said, oh, five or six wins, five or six wins, tough schedule, five or six wins? Well, where is Florida? Five wins. So, What is it about the expectation that hasn't met what most people thought would happen? Can somebody please articulate that for me? Because I don't understand it. That's what I I mean. I sit here every day. I listen to you. I love when you talk. I love when you, but I hear you. I listen to you. I see what you say. I hear what you say. And I heard that. A lot. And so, because that's happening, many of you don't like the way it's happening. I I get it. But Mark, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Mike says, after hearing the sums of NIL money players are receiving, I predict it's only a matter of time before the system implodes. Colleges and their alumni will soon begin to realize they're being used as fronts for a system that benefits the players and their affiliations far more than the university. At a potential billion-dollar lawsuit by players seeking back pay, we suddenly have a situation where the inexperience, 
children are driving the PL statement. It will not end well. Well, Mike, that's certainly possible, and we will see what happens with that. Um, <laughs> the only constant is change. Along those lines, Pat says, we have too many ridiculous decisions by judges in matters such as you mentioned yesterday. If one, I think it'll kill college sports, and you're right, it'll lead to unions. We may go to some, re some seasons where half the games are canceled and people will quit caring and quit supporting. Free ride scholarships are worth a lot, and an NIL of 150K per year is more than any kid needs in college. Many will never be worth what they're paid. This is getting beyond stupid. Thank you, Pat. Let's go to our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. John, hello. Hey, Steve. I, uh, I just wanted to comment today. You know, for all the fans that are, you know, talking about Billy Napier, oh, I don't think he's the guy. You know, it kind of comes down to, you know, what are we looking for in the guy? You know, I think all Gator fans are, you know, they're expecting Billy Napier to, to be the next Nick Saban. And the one that's unrealistic, and it's not really fair to Coach Napier. You know, I think – you know, if we're looking for anything for him to do here, I think we should be looking for him to, to build something like what Lane Kiffin's building at Ole Miss. You know, Ole Miss is excluding 2020. Lane Kiffin has built Ole Miss into a consistent contender. I mean, they're between eight to ten wins each season. They have a, you know, they have a good chance each time to knock off a quality opponent like Alabama, LSU. Um, and, I mean, right now they're, you know, they're ranked up in the, the top 10 of, of teams nationally. I think that would be a, that's a, it's a much more realistic expectation. And it also is much more likely to bring us championships. You know, you're going to win championships if you're a consistent contender instead of restarting every four years because you're hiring and firing new coaches. But unfortunately, I think Gator fans are, are, are too arrogant and impatient to, to give Coach Napier the time he needs. Well, here's the thing at Ole Miss. When's the last time they won anything? You know, I, mean, I, I mean, John Vaught was the coach, right? So, I mean, that, that's how long it's been. So, you know, when you have a guy like uh, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, he's really elevated them to places that they've rarely been. But I will tell you this. If he continues to do what he's doing but doesn't knock down the door where he doesn't get to Atlanta, where, you know, they, they sort of plateau, people will complain about that too. That That's just nature of the beast because, look, fans want – there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but that's just what coaches have to contend with, and that's they understand that when they when they sign contracts. Right, and I'm, I'm, I under, you know, I get that everybody wants to win, and I, I'm, I want the Gators to do well too. I just, we're being kind of unfair to Billy Napier by saying, oh, he, you know, we need to fire him, or he's not doing what we want. Only two years in. All right, appreciate your call, John. Thank you, PG. I got to have you call back. I've got a guest coming on. Twelve fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Good afternoon. I'm Izzy McGarvey. Gators men's tennis is currently competing in the M15 Winston-Salem tournament. Today marks the third day of the week-long tournament that concludes on Sunday. Tomorrow in Gainesville, Florida women's basketball will host Bethune-Cookman University after a win over North Florida to start the season. With a win, the Gators would remain undefeated all-time against the Wildcats and 2-0 to start the season. Also tomorrow, Florida baseball will begin to wrap up their fall exhibition matches for the season with the first game of the Orange and Blue World Series. These three games are open to the public and will conclude the scrimmage season on Sunday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Izzy McGarvey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. One thing people... I'm talking to healthcare employees out there. I've got a little holiday cheer to help you make it through the new year, keep your cash flow, and take advantage of a special holiday loan to help with gift shopping, holiday travel, New Year's plans, and more. Where is it from? It's from the place I've been doing my banking for the past 30-plus years, FICARE Federal Credit Union. Here's the deal. You can borrow up to $2,000 with a 12-month term. If you're already a member, you can select personal loan as the loan type when applying online and enter holiday loan for the purpose. If you're not a member, well, what are you waiting for? Visit FICAREFCU.org to join today. That's FICAREFCU.org. Join today and apply for some holiday cheer. The offer expires December 31st. So do what I do and bank where I bank, FICARE Federal Credit Union, at FICAREFCU.org. People really love about International Diamond Center. Their diamond experts are not paid on commission. No commission structure means no pressure, brutal honesty, no fluff. That's IDC veteran diamond expert Robbie Blue, who says this approach removes the stress and puts you in control. If I've got three items here and it doesn't benefit me to sell you any one of those, I want you to pick what you like. There's zero incentive to upsell you or steer you in a more expensive direction. If I show you three diamonds that are the shape that you're after, and the size. And if one is 11,000, one is 8,000, and one is 6,000, do you see a difference? No commission means I can tell you that take that 2,000 or 3,000 and put it somewhere in your life that will make a difference. If you can't tell the differences, then don't spend it. No commission sales means more honesty, more transparency, and overall just a more pleasant experience. It makes it more fun. It makes it more enjoyable, I think, for me and very much believe for the client. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. When you're in town either before or after the game and you've got an appetite, you need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. Hey, it's Steve Russell. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. They also have salads and vegan options. Dick Mondell's knows better ingredients make better meals. You'll taste the difference. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead online. Open seven days a week, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. 
you can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Gator Talk with head football coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thursday nights at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Talk to a couple of high school coaches, the teams involved in the playoffs. Andrew Thomas is going to join us from Union County at 12.30, and then Beholtz's Chuck Bell later on. Dan Mullen here tomorrow among our guests, and right now our guest is Max Chadwick, pro football focus, talk a little college football as he does almost weekly with us. Max, welcome. Uh, let me start with the, the new playoff poll. No surprises here for you, are there? Uh, I would say probably not just based off the criteria that they've kind of showed they're going off of last week, but I, I personally would have Georgia number one over Ohio State. I mean, Georgia beat a really, really good Missouri team. Ohio State struggled with Rutgers, who's having a better year, but still, uh, I think Georgia and Michigan should still be one and two right now. Um, but, you know, the rest of it, I mean, Oregon being above Texas and Alabama, I really, really disagree with. I think that is, you know, abomination if you really look at the resumes. Uh, so, yeah, otherwise, it was a pretty interesting college ball playoff ranking. But, again, it doesn't really matter until the final one that comes out in about a month. Obviously, you know you're on here in in a Gator town, um, and obviously the loss last week was tough to take for a lot of the Gator faithful here. So, based on what the expectations were here at the beginning of the year, Max, and what you maybe have seen with Florida to this point, what are your thoughts on where Gator football is and what the rest of the year might look like? Yeah, obviously it's, it's going to be disappointing. You know, you, this is a team that uh, I thought was making a bowl game, probably going to go, you know, seven and five potentially. And don't get me wrong, they still could make a bowl game. The only problem is, though, you need to win one of your final three games, and you got to play LSU, you got to play Missouri, and you got to play Florida State. I mean, those are three top 20 teams right now in the country. Uh, and, you know, the two most winnable ones, LSU and Missouri, are both on the road as well. So, uh, it's going to be tough for Florida. Uh, there's a chance they could win one of those three games and, and get to a bowl game. But, man, this, this could be the second straight year that they don't, you know, make a bowl game. And that hasn't happened, I think, in, I don't know, it's got to be a long, long time for Florida to go back-to-back losing season. So, obviously, not, the very, not a very good start for Billy Napier. Uh, he's got a five-star quarterback coming in next year, so that could be exciting for him in the future. But I'm sure a lot of Florida fans right now are not very pleased with the start of uh, Billy Napier's tenure. Um, let's let's assume for the moment that, because Daniels is still in concussion protocol, if he doesn't go, Nussmeyer's a pretty good player, but he's not Daniels. Does Does that significantly help Florida's case? Yeah, it definitely does. You know, James Daniels, I mean, even though he lost Alabama and even though LSU's lost three times this year, I mean, James, you're, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find, you know, too many quarterbacks this year that have played better than James Daniels. Like, he is legitimately 
a top three quarterback in the country, at least, if not the best quarterback in the country this season. He's been that good. So, yeah, obviously taking him out would be a huge, huge loss to LSU and would boost Florida's chances a lot of winning that game. Now, Garrett Nussmeyer is a very good backup quarterback. I would argue to say he's probably one of the three to five best backup quarterbacks in college football, honestly. But, again, he's not a Heisman Trophy candidate in Jane Daniels, at least just yet. So, would be a huge loss for LSU and would be a, a major boost to Florida's chances of making a bowl game. I'm, I'm curious about your take on a Missouri team that I was pretty impressed with. You know, those two picks late hurt them, but I thought they hung with Georgia, didn't feel intimidated by them, got a tough game this week, and then Florida. Are you a Missouri believer? Yeah, I've always been a Missouri believer. I think what they've done offensively this year after having a kind of below-average offense last year has been incredible. You know, Kirby Moore, the new offensive coordinator, has done a terrific job with uh, Brady Cook, making him a a top quarterback in the SEC after a lot of Missouri fans kind of wanted him benched before the season. And then, you know, obviously Luther Burton III has been one of the top receivers in the country this year. They are really firing on all cylinders right now. And yeah, they went toe-to-toe with Georgia. I mean, that was a one-possession game with four minutes left. So they really went toe-to-toe. Yeah, they held a lead even in the uh, third quarter as well. So uh, even though it was a nine-point game at the end, it's still they, Missouri still did a really, really great job of competing with the back-to-back champs. Who is a team now, uh, Max, that if I'm going to play that team, I'm going to go, uh-oh, they're playing really well right now. Who do you like in that, in that vein? That's a, a good question. I, I'm, I'm going to try to stray away from the you know the top five who are yeah. all undefeated teams right, right. now. I, I probably want. I don't know if I want to play any of those teams right now. Uh, Alabama man is clicking. I mean, they are really you know it looks like Alabama honestly, which is something that I didn't think we'd uh, we'd be able to talk about because after they obviously lost to Texas and they struggled with USF, you're saying, oh man, this could be an eight and four type of year for Alabama. Since then, Jalen Moreau has turned into one of the best quarterbacks in college football, and I think he might even be the Heisman Trophy favorite entering next season. Uh, he has been unbelievable. So that defense is stellar. I mean, they held LSU, the best offense in the country, to 28 points. That's a really good day for your defense when you hold, if you hold LSU to, to 28 points. So I think Alabama is one team right now that I think they could really – they could, you know, I don't know who wins that Georgia-Alabama SEC championship game at this point. That, that could be a really good game. Um, if you look at some of the other teams, um, I hate to be in the SEC, but you know, Ole Miss big game this weekend. Do they do they have a chance against Georgia? I think they do. I think this is a team that's kind of on par. I would probably say with Missouri, maybe a little bit better. I would say Ole Miss is, but I think they do. I think Ole Miss. Um, you know, one thing that Georgia. Their defense is strong in the secondary, but the front seven is not nearly as strong as it was in their two national championship seasons. That's the area where I think Quinshaw Judkins and George has been a little a little vulnerable in run defense. Not that bad, but a little vulnerable. Quinshaw Judkins is one of the best running backs in America. And Georgia, you know, when they played Ray Davis at Kentucky, they were able to stack the box and take him out of the game completely because they didn't have to respect Kentucky, you know, passing the ball. You have to respect Ole Miss passing the ball. Jackson Dart, Trey Harris, obviously Lane Kiffin calling plays. They're an electric offense, you know, throwing the ball downfield. So it's not like you can stack the box and take away Quinshawn Judkins. So I think Quinshawn Judkins, the Ole Miss running back, could be a, a big force in this game and maybe lead the Rebels to an upset win. But I think I'm still taking the Bulldogs right now. Final question. I want to go to the Big Ten because I, I, I like what Penn State has done 
Franklin's done a really good job there. I think they're eight and one, but they've got to prove to me after that offensive debacle against Ohio State that they can do something against Michigan. I still think Penn State is quite a bit away from Michigan and Ohio State. Do you agree with that? Yeah, Steve, as a lifelong Penn State fan, I agree with you. Yes, that offense needs to prove a lot to me right now. And I, this is a game, I, listen, they, they looked anemic against Ohio State. Michigan has arguably the best defense in college football right now. Uh, and then also, Michigan is one of the best offenses in college football. Now, I think where Penn State can potentially pull it off at home is the fact that Michigan has not played a single team basically this season. I mean, the hardest game <laughs> yeah. they've played is like Minnesota. I mean, literally the closest game Minnesota, but Michigan's played is a 24-point win over Rutgers. That was the closest game. So I think there's a chance if Penn State punches them in the mouth, Michigan might be like, wait a minute, like what's going on here? Like we're not used to this. That's, I think, the only chance because otherwise I think Michigan – I think Michigan is the most complete team in college football right now, and I'd still pick them to win the national championship. As always, my friend, where can people see your work? Yeah, you can find it at pff.com, and then we also host a show called Preferred Walk-On uh, as well. If you want to find it on YouTube, anywhere you get podcasts, uh, literally about to record the preview episode right now for the uh, six biggest games of Week 11. All right, we will talk soon, and we'll see what happens this weekend in college football. Thank you. Thank you. You got it, Max. Max Chadwick covering college football for Pro Football Focus 1228. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Andrew Thomas, the Union County High School coach, will join us after that. The rest of the hour, it'll be your phone calls and emails. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Radiant Credit Union wants to remind you that you can get some extra jingle in your pocket by earning double dimes when you shop this holiday season. So every time we say jingle, we're going to drop in a... Just use your Radiant Visa credit card for purchases to jingle all the way through December 31st to earn. Visit RadiantCU.org slash jingle and get double dimes rolling your way. Man, this was fun. Jingle! Federally insured by NCUA. 
Looking for your next career opportunity? The Florida Department of Corrections is hiring throughout Florida, offering a competitive starting salary of almost $50,000, plus up to a $6,000 hiring bonus at select institutions with a range of comprehensive benefits. As a correctional officer, you can start a stable career with competitive compensation in a controlled, team-oriented environment. No experience is required, so kickstart your career today and make a positive impact on your community. Text apply to DCJOB or visit fldocjobs.com to apply today. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Not much change in the pattern today, if any at all. High pressure is still the dominant force for our weather pattern, and that means lots of sunshine again for us. This afternoon, high temperatures should get to the mid-80s. Tonight, mostly clear skies, a little bit of patchy fog possible tomorrow morning. Low temperatures mild in the mid-topper 50s. Tomorrow afternoon, highs in the mid-80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. Throw out the records and the rankings because it's a heavyweight showdown in the Big Ten East. The undefeated Michigan Wolverines head to Happy Valley to take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join LeVar Arrington and me for all the action as these two Big Ten foes battle it out in Beaver Stadium. It's Penn State hosting Michigan. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday morning at 1130 right here on WRUF. WRUF Radio, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Well, after a long regular season of high school football the teams that have made it are now in the state playoffs one of those teams is union county a team that's there a lot and their coach andrew thomas now joins us coach welcome thanks for doing this i'm going to ask every coach i have on here the same couple of questions to start off we've talked beginning of the year you, you, you've taken a few hits but you've had a very good year where have you gotten better the most from the start of the season to now well, I, I think probably more than anything is just the experience. We come in with a team that lost a lot of seniors last year, um, and and we got battle-tested early in the season. I mean, we had some tough games going on the road to Walton County, um, who's one in their region in a bigger class right now, uh, one of the top teams in, in that division. And uh, some, some early other games that we had that really kind of test us early. I think just the experience more than anything with our kids um, that, that haven't been put under the lights, you know, and, and having to perform, even though a lot of kids familiar with our system, um, I think that's the biggest thing. And we've, we've, we've gotten sharper as the season's kind of this latter part of the season, um, especially offensively. I was going to ask, are you playing your, do you think you're playing your best football now? <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I think we've, we've been able to uh, get tested, um, you know, losing a couple games, one, and I mean, that Walton County game on double overtime and, um, lost another one at, by one against a team that's one of the top teams in their division. So um, I, I feel like, you know, we've kind of been able to figure ourselves out uh, as a team and as a coaching staff. And um, more on the offensive side, I'd say, of, of putting the pieces together to, to where are we the best and how can we utilize our kids the best uh, to have the most success and feel like we're kind of there right now. 
I, I know you know this. Every team is different. Every group has its, has its own personality. But because of what you've done, Coach, Union County's used to being in the playoffs. Does that help at all in terms of, you know, the, the, the goals and what the team is supposed to be at? Does that help understanding the tradition of the school? Um, I don't know necessarily. I mean, I think it's an expectation we have, you know, and the kids have going into it. Um, you know, maybe it's not as uh, special, so to speak, as maybe some programs, especially like a first-round game, I'd say. Um, you know, cause we kind of expect to be here. Uh, and, and, you know, our expectations are to, to try and be there at the end, you know. So, um, you know, expectations we have for that. But, but we know it's it's a – when you get in playoffs, a lot of things can happen. So uh, um, I know we're excited. Kids are excited for it. Um, and, and I mean, it's not really a goal that we we said of hey, being in the playoffs. It's our goals more. Hey, let's win the region, you know, and those those trying to win a state championship. So that's kind of where we're at. Tell me about Hilliard. Um, so their team that we saw a few years ago in the playoffs had to go on the road and play them. Uh, similar as far as what they do schematically, um, we. We feel like we got a pretty good um, matchup advantage uh, on the line of scrimmages, and I'd say as athletically as a whole, um, they're they're well coached team. Um, you know, teams they've played uh, a little different than who we've played, um, and uh, I think the biggest key for us is is to take care of ourselves, not turn the ball over, don't do foolish stuff, um, and let the game play out. We should. You know, feel pretty confident about our about ourselves going into this game and playing it at home as well. You know that helps. But um, playoffs, anything can happen. You know, you you get freakish things happen, injuries, you know, penalties, this this that and the other. You can't take anybody for granted. Um, so so we're not going to, um, but we got to go take care of ourselves. Last question, and I think I know the answer, but I'll have you answer it anyway. Uh, you always play a really competitive schedule, and does that help? at this time of the year, part one. And part two of that, Andrew, is, you know, sometimes a coach can look and say, look, we're going to build on what we've done all year long, or, hey, guys, everybody's zero and zero. It's a new year. How do you approach that? Uh, uh, question number one, um, well, you know, it's uh, – I'll say this. the uh, I think it depends on your team, Um when you kind of going into the playoffs of, of you know, are, are you building up to it or, you know, I think it's just kind of the perspective you take with how your team is at that point. For us, kind of, you know, we are kind of starting to peak a little bit. Um, so, you know, I think it's building off of, you know, where we've been. But, you know, being battle-tested for sure, I think, um, um, helps you. I don't think at the end, though, I think you've got to have some games, though, that, you've got to compete against some real good people, whether you win or lose, it's mm-hmm. going to prep you. But I've also, you know, I've lost the playoffs against some teams that didn't play near the schedule we did, you know. So, and I, I kind of relate that to last year against Northview. I think we were tested a lot more than they were. Um, in the end, it didn't really help us going on the road. You know, you still got to go and perform. Um, but but I, I do think you have to be tested uh, because when you when you run into somebody, if you if you haven't played anybody, I feel like that has more talent than you, you're going to run into something in the playoffs, and, and you're not going to be ready for it. So I feel like you've got to do that to kind of get yourself ready for it. But but we we kind of taking the approach as we go into this week. We are trying to build off of you know our momentum here towards the latter part of the season of of, of what we've been doing. But but 
I think our kids understand as well um, that that we could easily be a team that's eight and one right now. And even the Hawthorne game, we were we were right there till the end. You know, a couple breaks here or there, we have a chance in that football game. Um, score don't really indicate uh, how close that game was. So um, we know we're a good football team. So um, we, we're going to have to feel like somebody's going to have to bring their best for us. And we got to play our best, too. And we'll have to do after this week, it's going to have to be on the road. Um, so enjoy the home game. It'll be the Tigers hosting Hilliard. I appreciate your time, Coach. Good luck to you this weekend. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew Thomas here joining us here on Sports Scene, his team getting ready to take on Hilliard. Uh, okay. We'll open the phone lines for you. Emails as well, 392-8255. You can email the show, uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, I don't know if you got, if you just got a chance to hear the opening email I read from Mark. Um, you can comment on that you know, where Gator football sort of is uh, and all of that we can do. Uh, let me get to some emails here quickly before we get to our phone calls. And again, phone lines uh, are open for you. I just lost my email, so now I have to get it back up here again. Technology strikes again. Uh, okay. Michael says, I was one of those in the 4-8 to eight win camp. This has nothing to do with wins and losses for me. Also know he's here for two to three more years, regardless of what happens over the next few years. All I wanted to see this year was someone who could coach the basics. Show me you can line up correctly. Show me you can put 11 players on the field. Show me you know how to work the clock at the end of the half, at the end of the game. Show me you can run a two-minute drill. The proof on the field shows he's failed to do these things as we approach the end of year two. I'm all for giving somebody time, but if you have consistently shown you can't coach the basics, the more complicated issues seem impossible for this group. Um, also, um, this is from Mike particularly, but please don't send me like six emails because I can't possibly read all those emails, okay? So um, just understand that. If I read one, if I get time, I'll try and read another, but usually um, don't get that time. Patrick says, what do you think the chances are of Lagway beating out Mertz? What I see, well, first of all, I don't see any indication that Graham Mertz would leave. But let's just say Florida doesn't go to a bowl game. And this is going to be it for him. Now what? Does he stay? I don't know. Um, but, of course, there's a chance. that what, That's what you compete for. I would think if Mertz stays, that Lagway would be put in situationally if, if that were the case. For example, uh, Graham Mertz ain't a runner, right? I mean, Lagway, I think, would be certainly would give Florida an option, you know, a K.J. Jefferson sort of option that Mertz doesn't really give the Gators. PG, hello. Hey, man. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd hope Lagway would get put in the mix. But you didn't see that much this year, you know, with Max or any of the other quarterbacks. They might have – I don't even know how many snaps. But I think next year you'll see that. But, um, you know, I, I just – the last few days I've been just kind of taking things in, listening to a lot of the calls. And, you know, there's one side that's like, oh, you know, you got to be patient. And then there's another – it's like it's so divided in the middle. There's another side that's just set up. Right. And I, and I think just like a lot of things, it's somewhere kind of in the middle. So like, if you go back all the way 
to the LSU shoot throw. The Gators, I believe, are 17 and 24. So they've won 17 and lost 24 games. And, and that's, you know, including this three-game gauntlet at the end of this year. So let's say it goes by Vegas. They'll be – I mean, it's just they're going to lose. Think about that record. I mean, that's even a patient group. I mean, that's like Vanderbilt um, probation type of stuff. So I, I, I don't – I'm not that upset because I'm kind of getting used to it. But – and I don't know what you deserve. You know, do you deserve to win? But – for a school to have this many resources not to be on probation, I know that we can point to a bunch of coaching changes and, and things that went wrong. That's just not good, man. And, and I can see why people are upset. And then I see why it's not Billy's fault or the staff's fault. But, you know, as a Gator fan, you know, most of these people have been here for seven or eight coaches or maybe more. So I don't see it's really unreasonable to be frustrated with that type of record. It is not unreasonable at all. Not unreasonable at all. But I guess I look at big picture, PG, and I keep saying this, every program has down cycles. Every one of them. Go look. Alabama has. Notre Dame has. Every one of them have had down cycles. So nobody wants to be in that down cycle. Right, You want to be in the Spurrier time. You want to be in the Urban Meyer time. I get it. But history shows nobody stays on top forever. My thing is how long you stay down. And if you're going by winning a championship, it's been 15 years, and it's going to be 16 years next year since Florida's won an SEC championship. That's a pretty long time. It isn't like Florida's won... You know, they've won SEC championships with two coaches. Three, if you include 84, which was taken away. So that's it. That, that's, that's Florida's yeah. resume. Bottom line. Now, yeah, no, totally agree. We've talked about that many times. And, and you know, Tennessee went through it. This would be the third straight losing season. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm almost, I mean, you've got to hope this is bottom or – you know, you've got to revamp things again, but that's why you just got to give them time. So I just I just wanted to reiterate that. I do think people are frustrated. It's like even, you know, everybody wants to convince the other side. You know, like, oh, my opinion's wrong. No, your opinion's wrong. It's just a lot of frustration. So hopefully they can get it fixed. And maybe they can squeak one of these last three out. Maybe two. Who knows, man? Um, one last thing. I'll take it off the air. So a caller wasn't me, but somebody mentioned this, and I didn't realize it. So... If Florida makes that kick against Arkansas, both LSU and Florida go into that game at six and three, and it's a totally different outlook. Yep. I mean, you know, that's how fast. So I, I didn't even realize that. Well, that's and the margin, BG. That's my point. Oh, yeah. That's the margin of winning and losing sometimes. And oh, yeah. and I, L- I, I, I mentioned that during the post game Saturday, when that very scenario you just painted, that. Florida, however they looked, how, if they win, then, yeah, records are exactly the same. Yeah, and, and LSU actually kicked the field goal at the end to beat Arkansas. So they made theirs. So imagine if they missed it, Florida made theirs, it would be completely flipped. Yep. It, it's just, yeah. anyway, appreciate right. it, man. Yep, thank, thank you, you, PG. 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Good afternoon. I'm Izzy McGarvey. Down in North Carolina, Florida men's tennis is playing in the M15 Winston-Salem tournament all day today through Sunday. Gators baseball concludes the exhibition match season starting tomorrow with the Orange and Blue World Series at Condren Family Ballpark with less than 100 days left until the regular season. After a perfect record in fall exhibition games, the Gators end fall ball on Sunday. Florida women's basketball also plays tomorrow in Gainesville. They will host Bethune-Cookman University in the second game of the regular season. The Wildcats have never beaten the Gators, and the Gators will try to keep it that way. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Izzy McGarvey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. If you're a regular listener, you know I've told you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka and the great charity work it does helping at-risk young boys from troubled environments get their lives back together again. And it's helped by you. It's helped through your donations of either unused or unwanted vehicles. Could be a boat, an RV, a car, a truck, whatever, motorcycle even. If you don't want it, they'll take it off your hands. And what these kids do... They take the vehicles, they repair them, fix them, resell them. This is how they help to learn real-life skills. And your donation does go a long way towards helping this really good cause. And that donation is tax-deductible. So to find out more about how you can help here, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. What's your favorite part of Football Sunday? The weekend's biggest game? Tailgating? Maybe watch parties with family and friends? 
Of course not. Football Sundays are all about the food and nothing better than a King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday. Whether it's the original Hawaiian Sweet Rolls, Slider Buns, or Pretzel Slider Buns. Soft, fluffy, irresistible. King's Hawaiian, delicious, and built to enjoy with friends and family. A King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday, the only way to enjoy Sunday. Go to the bakery or deli section of your local store and pick up King's Hawaiian and enjoy. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM, and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Let me get to a quick email here. Uh, John says, Lagway seems to possess athletic and leadership skills reminiscent of Tim Tebow. Uh, we'll see. Uh, do you think he could get a play package his freshman year like Tebow did, assuming Merch returns? Yes, I think that's possible. Napier seems to need at least four years or more to get his program in place since next year's schedule was at least as tough as this year's. Yes, it does, at least on paper. Uh, it certainly does. William says, to follow up from yesterday, Florida's ninth in points per game in the SEC. Yes, they are. I look at all of them, and one of one of my looked at William was total offense, where I think they're sixth. But points per game is what the bottom line is, right? You can have seven hundred yards of offense, but if you only score twenty points a game, you're still only scoring twenty points a game. Um, and he says, "I'm curious where the other fans are right now." I tell you, I'm a hardcore fan. Haven't missed a game in twenty five years. I'm really tired of the Gators ruining my weekend. You know what? I want to stop and think about that for a second. Mind you, I'm a Jets fan. So let's go back to Monday night. Monday night, I watched the Jets again go through another offensive, I can't even think of the right word, um, horrific night. Okay, there's there's others I'm I'm thinking, but I can't say a, a bad night offensively, a horrible night offensively. You know what? By the next day, I was over it. It, and I'm I'm as passionate as the next person is for my teams, but I don't let it ruin a weekend. I don't let it. I'm not saying you're wrong, William. I mean, you, but. Uh, to, to say it ruins a weekend, whew, boy. Uh, but he says, I hate the fact I don't look forward to the weekend or the game. A really bad place for the program, and I suspect others feel the same. Not necessarily apathy, but lost hope. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. I enjoyed the show. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say I, it ruined my weekend, but it does put a sour note on it a lot of times here of late. Sure, and that's totally understandable. <laughs> hey, uh, 
Well, one thing, and I, I, I could I could spend two hours with you, you know, going over my thoughts of how we've gotten to the point we have after the highs of years past. But one thing, and I, I, I want Coach Napier to succeed. Lord knows I don't want to keep having revolving. But there's one thing that, that just keeps kind of just – just keeps coming up in my mind over and over is, is I've heard since last year, start of this year, is how much of an attention to detail, attention to detail, that he just, I mean, he dots every I, cross every T, that, man, he's on point. We, we do everything. I just have a, it just kind of gets me, if you're so attention to detail, then how do you constantly, week in and week out, seemingly have, Things that are easily corrected if you're an attention to detail kind of guy, like not enough players, too many players, the fiasco at the end of this past week's game with people trying to run on with a game-winning field goal when your offense is still out there. Those things, I just maybe I you know I don't coach. I'm just you know I just enjoy watching, but it just kind of gets me like how can you be attention to detail when little things like that to me are correctable if you're really attention to detail kind of coach. No, valid point. The only thing I will say, and again, I don't know if this is the case, all right? Sometimes it takes a while to have your team perform the attention to detail that you have. That's the only thing I can say. But I think I think the point yeah. you're raising, I think the point others have raised are valid because at some juncture here, that's got to stop. Because if you continue to have that, you're not going to be a consistent winner. I don't care who the coach is. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the kind of, and kind of one other thing I've heard, and I know we have all, and, and somebody, I don't even know what, where I heard that in the last week, somebody was talking about, you know, I mean, he, he's you know, he's been given the keys to success, and all the players like, hey, I mean, uh, all those analysts and all that, and but sometimes you wonder, somebody and I, I use, we got a lot of analysts, a lot of them doing behind the scenes work, but somebody did bring them. You know, they said, look, your pattern analyst after what Nick Saban did, but a lot of time, a lot of times, look at the analysts that he had that weren't full time coaches. He had guys that were analysts that are now head coaches. Correct. Uh, and and you wonder like, all right, are these analysts that we that we have? There's no way that they're the Charlie Strongs and the Sarkeesians of the world like Saban had that he was resurrecting for a year or two. Yep. Yep. And like, you know, what what what's the, do we really need all these analysts when they're? I mean, I, I don't know. But all anyway, right. like I said I'm, I'm not I'm not a cliff jumper yet, but I, I am. There, there's <laughs> there's a lot that raise, there's a lot that raise your eyebrows. Like, hey, coach, you. Yeah, there's things that you're just driving us nuts. All right, John, i got to run to a call. Enjoy the show. Thank you. i got to run to a call, John. Thank you for yours. Ken, welcome. Thank you. I'll I'll try to make this brief because it sounds like you're up about to be able to get to the break. Um, I, I was a little surprised. First of all, the Gators haven't, quote, ruined that many weekends. I mean, they, if I'm not mistaken, they have a winning record. And and, and so, and, and besides, and I don't know how you feel, uh, uh, about being a Jets fan, it's a good thing you don't let that, especially for us listeners, that you don't let that ruin your week because the Jets, well, they're just pitiful. But but I, I I'm not looking down my nose when I say that because I'm a Falcon fan, so I, so I know what long suffering is about. But there's no point in letting football ruin your life because there are bigger things 
just like that interview you had with that uh, gentleman that he and his wife had faced that horrible loss with a suicide, you know, those things ought to show us that there are things in life that are more important than football. Yeah, there certainly are. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. He makes a valid point in that what's Florida's record? What's Florida's record right now? It isn't like they're two and nine, but I almost think, I almost think some fans would rather be two and nine than five and four. Because five and four is mediocre. Five and four is, meh. If you're two and nine, you can call a show like this and say, we suck. And guess what? You do suck because you're two and nine, right? But if you're five and three or five and four, you don't suck but you're not elite, and you're sort of in that purgatory. I think, I I believe that to my core, that that's almost worse than being really bad. Hour two coming up, we're going to talk to Buholtz's football coach, Chuck Bell, then open phone lines and emails for you the rest of the day. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a 0. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. 
At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Bennett, our producer, I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us. As you listen on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF and through whatever device you listen through. And now you can watch us live in Gainesville on Cox Cable Channel 6. Well, I've mentioned with all the high school coaches we've had in the last couple of days, uh, after a long regular season, the teams that have qualified for the playoffs start action this weekend. And matter of fact, Buholtz starts everything tomorrow at Citizens Field for their first playoff game. And with us is the Buholtz coach, Chuck Bell. Chuck, thanks for doing this. Uh, good game last week. Uh, obviously, having a year like you've had, and you've you've done so well. How do you approach the postseason? Is it that we're going to build on what we did? Is everybody zero and zero? How do you how do you approach that? Hey, Steve, thanks for having me on again sure. this week, man. Yeah, yep. no, uh, yeah, d- definitely. Uh, I, I think the approach that we've taken is everybody is zero and zero. I think that you know maybe different different seasons could could push you to go different ways with that. Um, maybe if you're a team that dropped a couple early and then you you know, you kind of can say, man, the way we've built this year and maybe we're coming off of a three-game win streak here to finish up the year, um, you, maybe you, you push that way that, hey, we're just taking the next step. We're, we're, we're building on things. But I think um, for us that our approach has been everybody's zero and zero just because, um, you know, like kind of like you said, we, we've had such a strong year that, um, it's not really like we've we've had to you know we've had to sort of rebound from too much. So um, no, we're we're taking the approach that everybody's zero and zero. Um, you know Mosley's going to come in here, and at this time of the year, um, there's there's not much more that that a that a senior in in high school really. I mean they're going to be passionate. They're going to be fighting for for every inch. Um, so they're going to come in here and I mean hungry and ready to try to knock off knock off a team like us and and probably not a whole lot of people are giving them a chance right now um so we know that we're going to be fighting a a extra motivated bunch that really could care less what our record is what our ranking is um so we're going to try to match their match their uh passion and and match um match their hunger to go out and and try to prove something um i think we we would love to stay on the same path that we've have been and i think that we've got something that we'd like to prove in, in round one of the playoffs here X's and O's wise, Chuck, what does Mosley bring to the table? Yeah, so I think their best player offensively is their quarterback. Um, he's probably, you know, I, I haven't dug too deep, but he's a guy that's it's very, really nifty with the ball. Um, probably, probably like the third baseman for their baseball team, or maybe the shortstop for their baseball team. Um, a guy's got a quick release that can that can put a ball. Um, on a line and, and can make the hash to sideline throws that maybe a lot of high school quarterbacks kind of put a little, little layer under. This guy's got some zip on the ball. So, um, they're going to be a, a, a typical spread outfit. Um, 
you know, and, and then on the defensive side, you know, kind of some of the stuff that we've seen, they're pretty multiple defensive-wise. Um, so really for us, I think that um, we might have a little bit of an advantage in the skill area. Um, all of their skill guys go both ways, so their best receivers are also their best corners, and they play safety. So um, I don't know if I don't know if I expect them to just sort of stick to what they've done. Um, I think we're we're kind of looking to expect that they're probably going to show us some looks that we haven't seen, and they're probably going to take a little bit of a different approach than what they've done in some other games to. Uh, to try to slow down our, our, our passing attack, which has been so uh, so dominant this year. So, um, you know, schematically, nothing nothing out of the ordinary for us. But, again, just some really solid ball players that are going to come down here on a five-hour bus ride from the Panhandle, ready to prove ready to prove that they're not just an eight seed. So, uh, you know, they, they knocked off Niceville for the first time in, in a decade, um, which is sort of the, the, the power player in the Panhandle usually from year to year. So, um, a lot of people have kind of said, well, you know, Mosley doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs, doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. So I expect them to show up angry and and, and ready to prove something. But, uh, you know, we're going to try to continue to uh, do what we've done and be successful playing Bobcat football. Chuck, I would imagine any player that's been with Buholtz the last year or two coming so close and not winning that state championship, you know, getting a chance to do it again now – is a lot of motivation. I wouldn't be wrong in saying that, would I? No, definitely not. No, I mean, I think that uh, there, there's a bunch of hungry guys, and you know, um, a lot of guys that sat here and listened to all off season that, well, this is going to be a, rebuild, a rebuilding year for Buholtz. This is going to be a rebuilding year for Buholtz. Um, and so, I mean, we came out of the gates. Um, fired up and ready to prove that you know just because we we lost uh, lost some lost four SEC players to to um, to graduation that we were we were gonna we were gonna make a name for ourselves this year and so it wasn't we we sort of flipped that on its head from just being a rebuilding year to um, now we're trying to prove that we're maybe we're as good or a better team than the last couple of years but no Steve I mean the uh, the opportunity to to host a, a maybe a Lakeland in the Final Four, the opportunity to maybe host a, a Vero Beach or, or a, a really talented squad from South Florida in the Final Four this year. Um, and, you know, as it stands, just I think that we have a good opportunity ahead of us if we can just take it week by week. But, no, man, the, you're, you're looking at a very, very motivated locker room of Bobcats that wants to prove that we're, we're, we're a little better than a Final Four team. We, we'd love to – Love to get past that hump and and be able to show our show what we got in the state championship in Tallahassee on December 9th. How enjoyable has it been your first year as the head coach there? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> enjoyable. Uh, if you ask me, Chuck, five adjectives to describe uh, since becoming a head coach. <laughs> enjoyable. It's not always the first one that comes to mind, but. You know, I, I just got off the phone with, uh, with Coach George Dean, the head coach of our 1990 state championship team. Um, I spoke with, uh, you know, a, a, a coach passed along some words from another state championship winning head coach down in South Florida. And, you know, they reminded me, you know, in, enjoy it. You know, don't, don't look past the wins. Don't, don't sort of, uh, you know, like you said, it, it needs to be enjoyable and, and it, it has been very enjoyable. Um, it's been stressful, man, but it's it's enjoyable too. So I think the main thing that I've learned is that, you know, yes, we are very talented. Yes, we have really really good football players, but um, you know, it's never easy, man. And 
just because sometimes you might have the more talented roster. Uh, there's a lot more that goes into it in this game. And so, you know, enjoyable, yes. Uh, you know, last week going 10-0 and and, and finishing at, at Trinity Catholic and, and taking my first Gatorade bath as a head coach. Um, I mean, that's that's special stuff that's going to live with live with me forever. And, yeah, no, um, to be a Buholtz grad, to be a Buholtz guy, a Gainesville guy, um, and just to know that things are working out and, and there's a lot of people that are, are proud of Buholtz football right now, um, it, it, it has been enjoyable, man, and I just I just hope that we can uh, live up to the expectations and continue uh, thriving in pressure situations and and bring this area its first. You know, I know Hawthorne won last year, but I think having a, a big school state championship uh, for this area for the first one since 1994, it'd be pretty darn special. So that's the goal. And that journey starts tomorrow night at Citizens Field. Chuck, wish you luck, man. Thanks for doing it. Everybody, 7.30 tomorrow night, Citizens Field. It'll be a great game. Hope to see everybody out there. Go Cats. Thanks, okay. Steve. Thank you, Chuck. Chuck Bell, B. Holtz, football coach, first-year coach, and so far an undefeated season. Uh, all right, the rest of the day, it is us. So got lots to talk about. Have some really good emails and calls. We hope we will continue them in this hour. Uh, 392-8255. You can email the program uh, S. Russell at WRUF.com. <laughs> uh, Bill says, why are you wearing a jacket today? I'm watching on television because it's cold in here. That's why I'm wearing a jacket, Bill. It's uh, a little cold in the studio today. Um, by the way, I want to congratulate uh, on paper, at least, certainly, um, what Kelly Ray Finley has done. They signed the seventh-ranked prospect in the nation to their 2024-25 roster. Liv McGill is from Minnesota, and she's the highest-ranked recruit in program history. Highest-ranked recruit in program history. Uh, So congratulations. And men's basketball uh, signed guard Isaiah Brown out of Orlando. So that is softball just signed a few. That's, That's where we are this time of the year now. Uh, Lacrosse is going to have 11 new people, so very interesting. David says, speaking just for this Gator fan, losing because you don't have enough talents, one thing, losing because you have players running all over the field and can't seem to get 11 players on the field is another. We've had anywhere from 9 to 13 players on the field. It keeps happening over and over. Hopefully, Billy is not as stubborn at making changes as some other coaches before him. Um, Jeff Concerning the negative Nellies out there who live in the instant gratification world, live to call and complain about Gator football shortcomings, you are the minority of Gator fans. The majority are level-headed, realize the work needed to bring the team back to national prominence, and are behind Coach Napier and his plan. There's been improvement from two years ago till now, even if the record doesn't show it. These are growing pains. I think a lot of complainers aren't tough enough as fans and want to skip straight to winning without putting in the work. Too many callers are parroting each other's words as in hiring an offensive coordinator. Hard to have patience with these fans. I can't wait to hear them in a couple of years when we're winning consistently again. Ron says, wondering if Billy's teams at Louisiana exhibited similar issues with special teams. If not, then it's all on the coaching. Well, their record at Louisiana was certainly good. Rogers says, tell me what you've seen from this Gator football team over the past two years that will lead you to believe they're going to step up to the occasion against a top-20 team to pull 
the upset. Well, he beat Tennessee. They were a ranked team. It, it can be done. Now, that was here. Outside of last year's Utah game, we had an inconsistent quarterback who could occasionally make plays to bail us out. I don't see it. We don't seem to play up. And I wouldn't say we play down. We just play. And the way we play isn't good enough to give one an inkling that something special can happen down the stretch. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Major Carmona. Gators women's basketball will take on Bethune-Cookman Thursday. Florida is coming off of an 82-65 win against North Florida Monday in their season opener. The Gators will look to replicate their performance and move to 2-0. Tip-off is scheduled for 6 p.m. The Gators men's tennis team is currently in competition in the M15 Winston-Salem Tournament in North Carolina. Today is the third day of the tournament. The Florida baseball team will have their Orange and Blue World Series Thursday at 4 p.m. This series will conclude the fall exhibition for the Gators as the start of the regular season inches closer. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Adrian Carmona. The purchase of a vehicle is a big one, a lot of money, and you want that vehicle to last. Well, the people at Southeast Car Agency know that. It's one of the reasons why they've been in business for over 40 years. Think of that. Just, Just that alone tells you about consistency, longevity, and customer satisfaction, just like this customer who's been driving a Southeast Car Agency car for a long time. If you're looking for a new vehicle, they don't have any, but they have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive them, eyeball them for yourself. Go online, secars.com. You can get all the pertinent information that way as well. Remember, when you see them in person, tell the good people at Southeast Car Agency, Sports Scene sent you, and go check out those vehicles for yourself. Ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF Alumni Association members and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgates. Sponsored by Benefit Hub. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall. Directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk. Live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and drinks for purchase from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more and become a member today at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! You're pregnant. How far? One month, two, no doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is that it's just a good place to come to have dental work done. 
from the staff through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at Repair.com. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Tomorrow, Scott Rabelais from the Baton Rouge Advocate will join us. Updates on LSU football and Jaden Daniels, hopefully. And then uh, Dan Mullen will join us tomorrow to talk college football. In the meantime, uh, BB emails and says, an emailer yesterday complained about people who weren't critical or apathetic. He takes exception to that. Many may have coached or played a sport, have a different perspective on sports and life in general. Many may have kids, grandkids, or relatives involved in sports, understand being constantly hyper-negative to an extreme, constant degree, and berating doesn't help the person in question improve. Maybe people may even feel social media and the attacks found there feed into a type of mental illness. Finally, we apathetic people may realize that ultimately sports are entertainment. There are other much more serious matters in the world. Tony, welcome. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Um, hey, let me ask you a couple of things before I get to my question and stuff. Um, do you know um, what happened? Because I was kind of excited when Demetrius Jackson took that job over at Columbia, having a Gator there, talent-rich school. Do you know what happened to him? Did he go somewhere else? I think he did. Don't hold me to that, uh, but I believe he did. Okay, no problem. Um Steve, a couple things, man. Look, one of the most torturous things about being a Gator fan right now, a football fan, besides taking the losses on the weekends, um, is taking those losses because of your talent level, right? And then having Dan Mullen on the halftime show and the postgame show comment about the lack of talent on the team. Um, a lot of things get thrown on my TV during that time. So just FYI. Okay, buddy? Oh, by the way, uh, I remember this now. Demetrius Jackson's at Fort White. And I oh, be- so and I be- he went back to Fort White. And I believe he's coaching his son there, okay. if I'm not mistaken. All right. 
All right, no problem. Um, yeah, so that's my Dan Mullen comment on, on that. You know, pretty, you know, just frustrating to watch him comment about the lack of talent on the team when you knew how he handled our recruiting. But, um, Steve, let me try and answer the question that you put out there about Billy. Um, you know, some people call it like a honeymoon period. I like to use the term political capital. And, um, you know, that's what happens when you lose the two losses to Kentucky, the loss to Vanderbilt last year, the Arkansas loss this past weekend, especially the manner in which you lost it. You know, as a head coach, you start to lose a little bit of that political capital amongst your fan base. And I think that's what you're seeing with some of the calls and emails that you're getting. And you definitely see it on Twitter, right? You see that the the overall fans' patience with Billy, even though they said, oh, yeah, the team's lacking talent. He needs three years, four years. But you start seeing now those opinions start to weigh a little bit. And I think it's because of losses like that. The coach starts to lose a little bit of that political capital. And um, I, I think that's what's going on. What do you think about that, Steve? Um, I, I see the point, but I'll flip that. Do you gain some political capital when you beat Tennessee? That that game seems to have been totally forgotten. It, it has, and it, it has, and it so, but has. If, and but if you lose to your wordage verbiage, uh, that that's still in your hip pocket, right? But that goes away because of the next loss. It's the next game. That that's that's sure. what this is, and I think people better realize it. Okay. It's not the long haul. It's what you see last. And I'm not saying that's wrong. That's just how I see sports in general now. No, for sure. You want to go into the offseason regaining your fan base to go at, um, based on what you just said, go ahead and beat FSU. You beat FSU at home, ruined their season. I think this entire season is forgotten for the most part, and I think you go into next season with a re, kind of a rejuvenated fan base, especially right. once you hold on to the recruiting class and you get some portal pieces. Okay. So that FSU game is big for uh, Billy, Steve. All right, yep. take care, buddy. Tony, thank you. Uh, Daniel says Michigan isn't winning the title. Georgia would beat them uh, by 17. Steven says Georgia ruled the SEC in the early 80s, then they went 20 years without a conference title. We're sitting at 15. Hope we can challenge within three years or so. John, hello. Hey, Steve. I tell you what, I refuse to get bent out of shape no matter what the Gators do. I refuse to get on uh, Billy Napier. He's doing the best he can as far as I'm concerned. And I've, as far as I'm concerned, I paid my dues. I, I've been watching the Gators since 65, 66 when, when Spoyer was uh, quarterbacking all the way through. And I was always, wait the next year, wait the next year. I went through 25 years of that crap. And, and even some dismal seasons under Dickey. And, uh, I, I've, I've lived to see three nice championships, one under Spurrier and two under, uh, Gale, uh, two, two under uh, Urban Meyer and all, numerous championships, SEC. I can, I can wait. We're paying our dues now. Nebraska's had to do it. Georgia's done it. Alabama's done it. I, you know, what's another couple of years? When you have, especially when you have good games like Alabama and LSU like we just heard that last Saturday. I mean, I refuse to get upset anymore about it. It's not worth it. It's too short. Thank you, Steve. Okay, thank you. Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, I might have missed something, but uh, is Jack Miller still on the team? 
As far as I know, yes. Yeah, because uh, he, he used to be the backup, but you know, you don't hear anything about him anymore. Uh, Max, Max, is a Max, Max, Max Brown, yeah, yeah. Max Brown, he, he's the one that comes in if, if, if in an emergency if, if they need him. But uh, yeah, I, I hadn't heard anything about Jack Miller. I guess he's still there, but uh, uh, he must be demoted to a third or fourth team, maybe. I don't know. Well, he was hurt. Now I don't know, you know, what has has come of that because they don't now. He but he's not been listed on uh, you know any any. Uh, Injury report, so I imagine he's okay. So he just, you know, he's third team or below at this point. How many how many backups uh, quarterbacks uh, do the Gators have? Oh gosh, uh, uh, two or three. Miller, uh, Michael Leon is one of them. Uh, Max Brown. So I think those are the three main ones. About. About three backups, okay. I remember back in the day when uh, when uh, 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 Shane Matthews w- was uh, was the backup. I think he was number six on the on the, on the chart. Right? Yeah, now that was you know. Remember that's in the spring. That, that that changes certainly. You know, as the season goes along, people transfer in, people transfer out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I believe right. those are the. Somebody can correct me, but I think those are the quarterbacks now. Okay. All right. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, 3928255. You can email at wruf.com. Let's see here. Keith and Charlotte, you went to the show yesterday with some startling NIL figures. I heard a caller to yesterday's tailgate complain, the greed of players is going to destroy college sports. The position that a scholarship should be enough no longer holds water in this multi-billion dollar industry. I agree. To large universities like UF, an individual scholarship costs little to nothing. NIL deals and collectives are privately funded, so again, schools and conferences lose nothing. I personally think we've entered a death spiral of college football as we've known it and loved it, but let's not blame the athletes for the unceasing greed of the adults running the show. The TV networks own conferences and the apparel companies own the schools. Telling players to take the leftover crumbs of the pie is like, uh, Nino Brown <laughs> handing out turkeys on Thanksgiving. Uh, we all know uh, conference alignment, NIL, the portal, NCA itself are broken. It's not the students who broke them. I agree with a lot of that. Look, I keep saying this. I don't care if you get your working papers at 14 years old. What are you working for? Make money. And you can't make more money at 17 and 18 and 19 than your dad made? If the system allows it, you take it. Yes, I get it. I'm old school, man, in a lot of ways. And I wish a lot of things were back to when you were wearing letter sweaters and all that nonsense, right? But it's not. Change is what is there. I think there are things you can do to modify these things. And it is a little ridiculous to think that there's some college athletes making millions of dollars. But that's the landscape we're in. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Half an hour left, still plenty of time to hear from you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM.
WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We need Know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com slash radio. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now only at Bartesian.com slash radio. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash radio for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at Bartesian.com slash radio. Time for your UF Bookstore break, right here on Sports Scene with me, Steve Russell. Give me a break. Give me a break. Log on to WRUF.com and sign up to win a $25 gift card to the UF Bookstore in the Wright Union. Just our way of gearing you up and saying thank you, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Not much change in the pattern today, if any at all. High pressure is still the dominant force for our weather pattern, and that means lots of sunshine again for us this afternoon. High temperatures should get to the mid-80s. Tonight, mostly clear skies. A little bit of patchy fog possible tomorrow morning. Low temperatures mild in the mid-topper 50s. Tomorrow afternoon, highs in the mid-80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
This is the swap. No play action. Pocket closing. Sacked yes. at the 15 yard line. Yes, sir. Florida visits Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers. 15, 10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7:30 Eastern, 6:30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4:30 Eastern, 3:30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Todd says he predicted four and eight, five and seven, if they could steal one. Uh, next year will be telling. I think we're recruiting and getting the talent. Still skeptical if we're developing the players or the philosophy is right. Needs another two years minimum to prove if everything can come together. And then regarding what I read about NIL value yesterday, it may prove the top talented kids will not be committing to schools where their passion lies. They'll commit to who's paying them for more than a million dollars. I can pretend that school X is my favorite school as well. Like the NFL, players go where they can be paid. Oftentimes, no allegiance to the city uh, or to the team. Bill says, Napier always or often says everything's under evaluation, especially when responding to questions about on-field problems like sideline communication or lack of an offensive coordinator or special teams coaches. I'd like to see reporters do some specific follow-up questions about that process. They did, Bill. We did this past week. If you listened at all to the press conference, there were some very pointed questions based on what you're talking about. His answers, or lack thereof, could help the fans better understand his process and whether to have confidence in it. Right now, he's losing trust. More transparency about problem analysis and solution implementation would help regain it. Clear Sound, audiology phone line. David, hello. Hey, Steve. The... the uh... The coach that you were interviewing that's playing Hilliard this weekend, who was that? Chuck Bell. Okay, I'm not sure what school that is. The Olds. But, uh, I, li- I live in Hilliard. Um, they're a scrappy little bunch, but they lost their three-year quarterback. The guy playing this year um, doesn't have the same skills, and they're, they're a little undersized. So I like Coach Bell's chances in that game. Hey, Steve, uh, you know Mark's email, you asked, what our response was to Mark's email. You know what I sense in that email is a lot of frustration, a lot of frustration. And, and I wonder if that frustration is not only with coach Napier, but just the inconsistency in Gator football for quite a while now. I mean, what has it been 15 years since we won an SEC title? Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's been a while. And I know that, uh, I guess I'm considered a sunshine pumper because I believe the man definitely needs to get four years, but um, I know there is frustration, and I understand that. Steve, my question to you, do you think some of this frustration, without bringing politics into it, comes from the current state of affairs in not only our country, globally right now? Um, boy, that's that, that that's a question I could probably sit here and talk about till 3 o'clock. 
I, I do think what's happened in the world, it's become a meaner and sometimes nastier place where, you know, you can say anything, blow anybody up on social media, don't even have to be truthful about what you say, and it's okay. So, yes, I mean, certainly, look, I've said this many times. I was here as a student when Doug Dickey was coaching, and I was doing dial-a-score then, and fans were calling, uh, asking Doug Dickey to be fired because he wasn't doing well. So this is not a new phenomenon. But because we have other means and other ways of doing it, then, you know, it's, it's more widespread and sometimes it's more venomous than perhaps it used to be. Yeah, I think it's actually much nastier because of social media, because of the you have the lack of real interaction. Um, I, I think people feel more at liberty to be just plain nasty sometimes. But um, on a positive note, Steve, thank you for that interview with Don Gaffney. Uh, I know many of the Gaffney family, and uh, I remember those days, too. I'm, I'm a little long in the tooth myself, and uh, that, I really enjoyed that interview and also remembering those times. Because you know what? Back then, Steve, we thought we had a pretty darn good team when they finished with eight wins. Have a great one, Steve. Yep, thank you. I remember going to the Sugar Bowl and, you know, bonfire on University Avenue. I mean, it's... <laughs> But, I mean, again, that's a long time ago. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. I saw a couple of amazing things over the weekend I wanted to run by you, but I wanted to give you a break on the uh, Napier chatter for a second. Um, there's another in-state coach feeling the heat. Look down south, old Super Mario. I call him Water Spout Mario, number 11 on Coach's Hot Seat. Yeah, the, the Coach's Hot Seat thing I could give a hoot about. But, yeah, I mean, he there is some heat on him, yes. Yeah, yeah, a bad loss to NC State. Um, Steve, we all know about Nick Saban over his track record. We've all got a good view of it in the SEC, but he's 13-5 and five against LSU. I mean, we all did a great job at LSU, but imagine like if Herb hung out in, around the SEC and went 13-5 and five on Florida. I mean, that's got to get under those LSU people's skin. I would imagine so, uh, you know, especially after leaving there. But, you know, you also have to tip your cap because the national championship he won there will never go away. Yeah, I mean, Saban could have landed a lot of places. Texas, you know, comes right back to the league. Another amazing thing, how to this day did did Les Miles win a national title with two losses, and how did Orgeron do it? Well, Orgeron did it because he had superior talent on that team. Let's go look at the NFL people on that team, including Joe Burrow. That's easy. Um, you know, Les Miles, I'd have to go back and look at the circumstances, but, you know, sometimes teams win that aren't supposed to. Yeah, and Joe Brady. Where's Joe Brady now? No idea. Yeah, that, that was kind of an amazing deal, too. Uh, last thing for you, Steve, this is the real crazy one. Bill Belichick, Steve, I heard the, the Patriots beat writer from the Boston Globe um, interview today. Of course, you know, a lot of people are speculating about him. He makes north of $22 million a year coaching football, Steve. Think about that for a second. Saban, Calipari, they're all knocking down 10 or 11. I guess after a while, it's just how much money do you need? But supposedly the second-highest paid coach in the NFL is John Harbaugh, coming in somewhere around 12, 13. So Belichick's making $10 million more than any NFL head coach. $22 million a year. I still can't believe that. Well, that's what the market bears. (laughs) 
right? what would you say? If I just asked you, what was Belichick make? What would you say? Would you say twenty two million? No, I would have said about fifteen. <laughs> I would have said about fifteen, given today. You know what? Where the money is, I'd have said that. Hang in there, Steve. Okay, Mike. Thank you. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. Henry says, "Who lost the game? Not Napier." Well, there was a big mess at the end of the game. Gators did, did get into field goal range. Easy for our kicker. He just missed it. Then it was the extra point. Make just one of those and we win. Well, I think the point, Henry, is that one of the reasons why it got to that point was because of some screw-ups on the field, which helped that situation develop. I think that's part of the reason, Henry, why some people are upset and look, I get it. I'm not going to sit here. Every, Bill Belichick makes mistakes, right? But successful coaches don't make a lot of them. And that is remains to be seen here. I, I, I've always been one, and I you know get accused of this all the time, and I guess I am, you know, because I've coached a little bit. Um, you coaches need time, but. What's the point, what's the tipping point where, you know, Drew says, I don't think enough's being made of the youth of the team. It's the youngest two deep in the power five. The majority of our best players are freshmen and sophomores. Difference in the body of your average 18 to 19-year-old versus 21 to 22-year-old isn't unnoticeable, nor is the mental development. This isn't about being a good fan or a bad fan. It's about seeing the forest through the trees. There's a reason Vegas had our over-under in wins at five and a half. Um, well, but that that may be true in the summer. When, when you see that in the summertime, when you read that in the summertime, and you're calling in, yeah, it's going to be a tough year, the schedule is really... I mean, what about next year? What What is next summer going to be like when you take a look at the schedule next year? But that's a ways away, fortunately. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. One last segment coming up. Still plenty of time to hear from you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Adrian Carmona. Gators women's basketball will host Bethune-Cookman Thursday at the O'Connell Center. Florida is coming off of a dominant 82-65 win against North Florida Monday in their season opener. Tip-off is scheduled for 6 p.m. Florida baseball will begin their Origin Blue World Series Thursday at 4 p.m. as they conclude their fall exhibition. The series will last until Sunday as we get closer to the start of the regular season. The Gators men's tennis team is currently in competition in the M15 Winston-Salem Tournament in North Carolina. Today is the third day of the tournament, which will conclude this Sunday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Adrian Carmona. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? 
Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. How would you like to get high-speed Internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast Internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your Internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast Internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-897-5406. 800-897-5406. 800-897-5406. That's 800-897-5406. Gary's Tackle Box, Gainesville's destination for fishing equipment and supplies for over 30 years is now having one giant retirement sale. Find huge savings on all your favorite brands on sale now through November 22nd before they close their doors forever. Incredible store-wide discounts on rods, reels, lures, apparel, sunglasses, and more. Don't miss it. Gary's Tackle Box Retirement Sale for discounts on everything you need for a successful catch. And from everyone at Gary's Tackle Box, thanks for fishing with us. When severe weather hits Gainesville, WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Head Football Coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. If you are a music aficionado, that's Gary Wright, was a member of the group Spooky Tooth, just passed away not too long ago. That was a terrific album that he did with uh, a couple of big hits on it. All right, uh, welcome back. Here's something cool. Hal says, great news for an old Gator. My grandson, Brock Clayton, is signing his Gator baseball scholarship today. Gives me a great reason to get to Gainesville from Pensacola more often. Sure does, Hal. Congratulations to you and to Brock as well. Get to our phones. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to if Ole Miss beats Georgia this Saturday, and uh, regardless of what happens after, and so obviously if Ole Miss beats Georgia, they're going to win out because they ain't losing to Louisiana, Monroe, or Mississippi State. So let's say Ole Miss beats Georgia. Regardless of what happens after that, do you think if a one-loss non-conference champion gets into the playoff, do you think it has to be Ole Miss? As opposed to who? Michigan or Ohio State. Oh, okay. Um, that's I, if I to answer that question to. Uh, the best of my ability, I'd, I'd have to look at everything. I mean, certainly Michigan hasn't played a soul to this point, so if strength of schedule is part of. Now, I haven't. Oh, Miss's schedule isn't great either, but certainly you know playing in the SEC helps that. Michigan will play Penn State this week, play Ohio State. That'll help them. Um, but boy, that that's just hard to answer without a complete resume of everybody. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to hear what you thought about it. Yeah, because I mean, right now, where is Ole Miss in the in the in the uh, playoff poll? Uh, I think they're like tenth or something. Okay. So if they beat Georgia, uh, they will have lost to Alabama. So it's if Alabama wins out, Alabama would get to the SEC championship game. That could hurt Ole Miss not going. That could hurt them. Now, if Alabama lost and Ole Miss, you know, so I mean, there's a lot of that's why there's just so many scenarios here. But but I, but the the thing is, Ole Miss kind of looks. If they beat Georgia, if Alabama goes and they beat Georgia, well, then Ole Miss looks good because the only team they lost to was the SEC champion. Right. But if Georgia if Georgia goes and wins, well, then they still look good because they beat them either way. They'll be, they will have. Uh, Either one, they beat the SEC champion if they beat Georgia, or they only lost to the SEC champion. Either yeah. way, it looks pretty good. Well, then the question becomes the age-old question, do you put two teams from a conference in the Final Four? It's been done before, but that's something that I think the committee would wrestle with. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate your call. We will find out. And that's what these last few games are here to do. No question. Tomorrow, Scott Rabelais from the Baton Rouge Advocate uh, will join us, talk LSU. And uh, Dan Mullen will be here to talk a little college football. He's got the Louisville game, I think, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, And then Friday, we're trying to line up Danny Connell to be on the program. Yeah. So uh, all of that is happening. Interesting development. NC State. 
Their quarterback, MG Moore, MJ Morris, is out for the year, uh, and he is going to take a red shirt to stay with the team. He's, he's only a sophomore, um, and he could have transferred, uh, but he is going to stick with NC State. And then just have to wait and see what happens uh, with Jaden Daniels. Um, Brock Bowers is actually running again. And they've not totally ruled him out of playing against Ole Miss this weekend. How about that? Uh, I, I They have not ruled him out. Now, possibly... He still will be out because you evaluate and practice to see what happens. But just the fact that he's even doing that is is uh, kind of weird. Also, Jaden Daniels uh, did work out. He's expected to be back at practice today. And if all things go well, move to full contact Thursday. So... The only thing I can tell you is Kelly on the SEC teleconference today did not say whether Daniels or Garrett Nussmeyer would start when Florida plays him Saturday. There you go. He passed for 219 and two touchdowns, had a pick, ran for 163 and a score against Bama. That's, that, that's what Nussmeyer can't do. And LSU leads the SEC in offense. This is the challenge for a Gator defense over the last three games that has really struggled. Really struggled. And I got a feeling they're going to struggle with Jaden Daniels in there too if he plays. Andrew says, what do you think of the NBA in-season tournaments? Not much. Not much. I'm not a big NBA guy, but I will say this. I was amused by the comments of the commissioner when he said he had to do something about the NBA All-Star game being more competitive. You know what? Baseball is still the only All-Star game that's worth a flip because you're competitive in it. If you're pitching, are you going to... Like in basketball, they don't even play defense. In the All Star game, so it, you know when the score is 170 to 168, is that what you want to see? Where in baseball, those pitchers are out there trying to strike people out. Well, that's what the if you have a problem with the NBA All Star game, then you tell your players play defense. Do that. That's that's the only way I think that you make the All Star game. More competitive. Hockey's all-star games are, you know, 12 to 10. Well, again, you don't want to get anybody hurt. And I understand that. But how many all-star games have they played in NBA history? How many guys have been hurt in that game? I can't think of one. I'm, I'm sure there have been. But <clears throat> I can't think of one guy in an all-star game back in the day that was hurt. So... Don't make this out to be something that's, you know, a big deal. It's very simple. You either tell your players to, you know, play harder, play defense, or just don't have the darn thing. Um, 
Paul got two last emails here. Paul's got one of them. And it is a second NBA email. We never get those. Um, he says, are your Knicks going to be better this year? Yeah, I think so. But they're not a power broker yet. They're not the Bucks. They're not the Celtics yet. But I think they have the capability of, you know, winning a playoff series. I do think that if they if they stay healthy. And uh, <clears throat> Ron says, what do you think the worst part of the Gator football team is and why? Ooh. Do you mean position group? Do you mean offense versus defense? Lately, the Gator defense has not been good. I think the fewest yards they've given up in the last three games is like 470-something. And you can add up the points for yourself. When At the beginning of the year, Florida was a pretty good team in the defensive categories. Um, not so much now. In pass defense, though, Florida isn't bad. They're uh, fifth in the league. So that's not terrible. But in some of the other categories, not real good. And if you look at where Florida is, one of the reasons why their record is what it is is because they're not elite in anything. LSU has three losses, but they're number one in scoring. So they, they can hang their hat on something. Even Texas A&M, who's kind of middling, has the second-best defense in the SEC statistically. Only Georgia and A&M give up less than 300 yards a game. But for now, we're done. Our thanks to all our guests today. Our thanks for you being here. Thanks to Bennett for producing. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon for a Thursday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. For those watching on Cox Cable 6, see you tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.